You're listening to a podcast of The River in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Or learn more about us online at theriverdurant.com. Today, I have something important to say. Uh, not like all those other times. <laughs> 2 Corinthians 5. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 today. Verse 1. We're going to talk about heaven. Nice. The, the resurrection. I'm talking about who you really are today. It's all found out here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians 5, 1. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. By tabernacle, he means body. He's talking about your body right here. It appears your eternal body has already been prepared for you in heaven. Who's going to get that if you don't make it? (laughs) this tells us that we're not just just going to turn it back to gas and get minerals it's amazing to me thinking about John Holler walking around up in heaven right now Paul's foremost treatment of this subject of resurrection is in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 40 he said I'll just have my sand read him there are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another. So right now you have your terrestrial body, terra firma, terrestrial. But you have another body. Paul went there and saw it. First Corinthians, he tells us about, it, about his trip to heaven and back. He says, saw things that I can't talk about. Verse 41, there is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differeth from another star in glory. 42, so also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption, and it is raised in in corruption. Amen. 43, it is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in in power. 44. It is not sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. Verse 45. And so it is written, the fruit man, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. 46. How did that was not the first which is spiritual, but that which is natural. And afterward, that which is spiritual. Amen. Right now, on the outside, you're like your father Adam. On the inside, you're just like Jesus is. Just like Jesus. He he rose from the dead, a life-giving spirit, said there. Life-giving spirit. What is, how, how does he give life? So what are you now? 
if you if you were in the likeness of Adam, you had to be in the likeness of Jesus. Right. We had we have most of us have no problem with uh, identifying with the flesh, saying, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a son of Adam, daughter of Eve." C.S. Lewis called us sons of Adam, daughters of Eve. Read, read it. John reference. It is the John spirit. Six, 63. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you. They are spirit. They are spirit and they are alive. You are now a life-giving spirit. I know you're a life-giving spirit. That's why you're still here. Your flesh too often just gets in the way. Of knowing or doing God's will. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Here in Oklahoma, in Texas it's not as bad, but here it's really bad. <laughs> in, the, in the resurrection, in the resurrection, you will be like Jesus inside and out. Amen. Second Corinthians five two. For in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. That's an interesting word, groan. Comes from the Greek word stenodso. Stenodso. It means to sigh, to murmur, pray audibly, inaudibly, with grief, groan, grudge, sigh. It's not talking about that sound you make when you get up off the couch. Uh, no, it's talking about something, something deeper in our, our spirits, which demand, it demands we give attention to it in the invisible world. Uh, groaning in spirit demands that you give attention to the invisible world. It, it is the reason that you are all here. Because is there any number of things that you could be doing right now that are more fun, more exciting than, than like bungee jumping, <laughs> skydiving, or going 2.7 seconds on a boy named Fu Manchu? But still, you're here. Yeah. Faith is a compelling force. Faith is a compelling force. And by faith, we understand that we are better than suited for another dimension. We're better suited for another dimension. Our heart yearns for heaven sometimes. Most of all, it comes out in our music. You are created for another dimension. Your heart knows it. The older you get, the more you're aware of it. This other dimension. That dimension has many, many names. It's called heaven. The heavens. The heavenlies. It's called glory. It's called unapproachable light. It's called the kingdom of God. The new Jerusalem. The throne of God. The throne of grace. That's the matriarch of this church. Gay feats. Mama Jean Choke. Yes. Oh, yes. sweet Bonnie Mims. Yes. Yes. They all just call it home. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All my grandparents call it home. Yeah. Yeah. My dear pastors, I've had two pastors in my life. H.D. Morton from Thackerville, Oklahoma. What's the name of the video? It's one Michael English. My Michael English. I've had two pastors my whole life, H.D. Morton, who won my entire family to Jesus, baptized us all in my Oklahoma water. 
That's why the water is so bad here. <laughs> Dr. James E. Hester, who covered, who covered our ministry with authority and love for more than 27 years, both call it home. In 2006, both Mrs. Ann, Miss Ann's dad, and my daddy went to be with Jesus. And in a few days before Raymond that crossed over, he, for some unknown reason, for the first time called it home. You cannot know the comfort that brought your pastor here. She would not let the man die. For four and a half months, they said he was going to die this week. This week, this week, this week. She kept praying. She she could be certain he was saved. You heard the story, I know. Instinctively, we know we're made for another realm. We know we're made for another realm. Someplace higher, someplace better, bigger. 2 Corinthians 5.3 If so so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. Verse 4 for we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not that we would be crucified, but clothed upon that mortally might be swallowed up in life. Mortality, mortality. mortality. For the believer, dying isn't dying at all. Right. It's not. Death means separation. You're unseparated when you go to heaven. Amen. It's just moving into better housing. Amen. Yeah. Most cases, a better neighborhood. Second <laughs> Corinthians five five a. Now he that has brought us for the self same thing is God. The word "wrought" here is "keter gadzomai." Gadzomai. That's what it is. Keter gadzomai. To work fully, by implication, to finish, finish or fashion something. Cause it to perform and work. So God, God wrought us inside and out. You were created, fashioned for a place where there is no rebellion. You were fashioned for a place where there is no no disobedience, no no, no laws. That's what you were fashioned for. You're not we were not, we were not made deal made to deal with these kind of things. You're not you're not made for this kind of world. Amen. Adam was not made for sin and sickness and poverty. Neither was he prepared to deal with, with Satan. 2 Corinthians 5, 5b Who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. I want to say something more about Adam. He he wasn't prepared for his battle, but I think he could have beat the, the, the enemy that day. He just would have. Why ask yourself why why did not the, the enemy come after why did he come after Eve, not not Adam? Adam looked just like God. Yeah. To the serpent, he looked just like God. We saw Adam, he said, Oh, what, what? I, I could see him hiding behind a tree, you know. Mm-hmm. Getting into the fleshly beast of some kind. We don't know we're not really sure what it was. Ser- the Bible says serpent, we say serpent. He didn't walk, walk crawl on his belly then. He got in that beast, and he 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 could traverse in in, the, in the, this realm. You have to have flesh and blood to be in this realm. Okay, they're gonna play that song now. Hindered. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Read, Miss Five, five. Who also have given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Yeah. Five, six. Earnest, er, earnest means, the original means, a pledge. It is a part of the purchase money or property get, given in advance. As security for the rest. What do I say? Security for the rest. The Spirit of God come into your life as a down payment on, on what you're going to get later in your glory. Amen. Amen. That, that's not the part you had to build on, build upon. You know, Jesus told stories about this man one talent, this man two, and this man five. Another time he told it two talents, five talents, and ten talents. But it's interesting to note they uh, they had to earn something there. We're going to talk about that in a little bit too. Had to earn something there. When he gave you the Holy Ghost, he gave you the best he had. Amen. It's better prepare you to get there. Give you security to get to heaven. 
which is wonderful. The Father says, I'm giving you this down payment of the Spirit to prove to you that you are secure. But still, most of the Spirit-filled church does not believe it. And the Bible, they find us about it. Second Corinthians 5, 6. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are in, at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. You have the Spirit, but Jesus himself is seated at the right hand of the Father. Yeah. You have the Spirit, but Jesus is not here with you right now. He's in heaven. Second Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Good, good to get that in context, isn't it? Talking about after a while, but we're there in heaven. That's what walking by faith means. This is the Holy Spirit's number one job. Spirit in you, number one job is to convict us of sin and unbelief. Listen to this. John sixteen seven a. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. Wait, 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 wait. Did Jesus just say it's better, this disciples will be better off when he leaves? Yeah. How can that be? For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. You don't have to cry out, oh, Jesus, show yourself to me. You don't, have, you don't need that. What you need is to act like Jesus in the, in the earth. Yeah. Act like him in the earth. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because we they believe not on me. Remember what went wrong in the garden was that they stopped believing. Stop believing what God said about the tree. When you stop believing what God said, the enemy is, is your master then. Corinthians yeah. 5.8 we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. This tells you about your so-called death. This tells you about your so-called death. At the moment you leave this, your body, you arrive in glory with Jesus instantly. Hold your eyes open. Shut them open. That's it. Amen. Thank you for that. Second Corinthians five nine. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent we may be accepted of him. That is our works may be received whether we are here or there. Verse ten. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one may receive the things done in his body, according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Judgment seat is judgment seat about heaven and hell. This is judged by the big, big brother. Yeah. Bema seat. The Bema seat. Word judgment there is not not a right. word like the one in Revelation. This is Bema. B e m a pronounced Bema seat. It's a rostrum tribunal. There is a throne there. There's a throne there in the Bema seat. And Jesus will judge you. Uh, believers, you made it to heaven, you're going to be judged in heaven. Right. I understand that. I mean, nobody ever talks about that much, but God is not a communist. Right. Right. Yeah. You get in heaven what you're working for here. Okay? Your rewards are at stake here. Right. I want all my people in this church to be kings when you get there. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Second Corinthians 5.11 Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. Yeah, so your conscience is what tells you. I want you to be in heaven with lots of rewards by faith. Not about what you performed, per se, but what, what God did through you. Yeah. See what I mean? What God did through you. When I didn't work, work right, or once I didn't even do it at all on the, on the farm, I mean, my brother was harder on me than David ever was. <laughs> he liked to kill me. <laughs> Slapping me, kicking me, calling me names. One thing I knew for sure was that this judgment would end. Because yeah. I was born in the same seed he was. Yeah. He said, my farm too, buddy. Yeah. He judged me harshly. I did, I did wrong. He judged me harshly. Huh? He was six years old. Yeah, and I was nine. Yeah. I knew that judgment would end. It did end. So you're going to stand before Jesus, and it's going to be terrifying. I'm warning you, it's going to be terrifying, the Bible says so. But you're not going to go to hell from there. You know, I'm in my yard all your life. <laughs> I'll be serving you. I'll be the least to be greatest. Amen. This judgment is not about heaven and hell. That was that was decided when you believed on Jesus' name to save you and to be, become a new creation. Second Corinthians five twelve. For we commend not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf, that we may have somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart. Yeah. Verse thirteen. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God; or whether we be sober, it is to your for your cause. Here, Paul gets a bit personal with the church because he had spent so much time there, and because they were they were his kids, but they were so easily swayed against him and his authority. Second Corinthians five fourteen: For the love of Christ constrains us, because we thus judge that if one died, that if one died for all, they were all dead. If universal provision has been made. There must have been a universal problem. The blood has not, has been shed, and it's just like Jesus ever lives to make intercession for the whole world. The blood is not dried up on mercy seat at all. It's still red. This means that your least liked relative can be saved. Because you're not going to tell them because you love them. You're going to tell them about Jesus because you love Jesus. Right, yeah. You see, none of us will, will go to heaven because of our behavior. Nobody goes to none, none of us will go to heaven as payment to us for, for, for good behavior. Rather, all of us will go to heaven because of Christ's behavior. Amen. All of us will go to heaven as His payment. It's Jesus' payment. Payment Jesus got for what He's been behavior of him. This is why we witness. This is why we live separate holy lives to give Jesus his prize. Amen. Amen. 
15, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Amen. Verse 16, Wherefore, henceforth, now we know no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Well, we're not going to know Jesus as his earthly form. Never will. You only know him as, as his risen form. Glory to God. This shows that a, how a person can act contrary to his nature, too. Because when you are in Christ, this, that is all God sees that is Christ. It's all God sees in you is, is Jesus. And if we look upon each other with, with judgment contrary to his judgment, we, we become unjust ourselves. Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Something no one has ever seen before. When you came on the scene as a born again believer, the world had never seen this. The only one you. Verse eighteen. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. God reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. What does this mean, reconciled? What it means there were two factions at odds. Something or someone brought peace between them. Two factions at odds. Something brought peace between them. If they're still angry, they're not reconciled. You still have a bad feeling inside. They're not reconciled. My, my mother told me one time when I was a kid, I met my bro big brother who picked on me all the time. He's still my hero. Little kids are crazy. <laughs> one day he he hit me or something. My mother came out there and I hit him back. <laughs> my mama came out and said, John, won't you forgive Tony? He said, I'm sorry. She made him say, I'm sorry. He stood there and I looked at him. I said, I forgive Tony. He said, now you ask for forgiveness. He asked for forgiveness. I said, I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> he hit me first. John said, I'm sorry to Tony. Mama, I'm not sorry. <laughs> About five minutes later, I was really sorry. <laughs> I was so sorry. I was sorry. I was sorry I was born. <laughs> sorry I was named Holler. <laughs> if they're still angry, they're, un they're unreconciled. Yeah. Yeah. God cannot be angry at you. Yeah. Amen. 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 I've had great Bible teachers, a couple of them world famous. One, one, if I call his name, you'd say, oh, I know him. I've heard of him. Challenge me on this this two or three portions of Scripture. God is good all the time. The big, the big one everyone goes to is this. Acts chapter 5. Turn there. Acts chapter 5. Verse 3. Ananias and Sapphira. You know, you know the story. But Peter said, 
Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? Verse 4, while it, whilst it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not thine? In thine own power. Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost, and great fear came upon all them that heard these things. Verse 6. And the young men arose, wound him up, and carried him out, and buried him. Verse 7. And it was about the space of three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much. Verse 9, Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thine husband are at the door, and they shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet, and yielded up the ghost. And the young men came in, and found her, found her dead, and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. Wow. Says, let's stop right here and find out who for sure did this, did not do this. Okay. Let's look at Jesus, even before his reconciliation. Even before he reconciled the world to God. Listen to this. Luke 9, 53. And they did not receive him, because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. 54. And when his disciples, James and John, saw saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elias did? 55. But he turned and rebuked them and said, You know not what spirit you are. Verse 56. For the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Okay. So it was for sure not Jesus who killed Ananias and Sapphira, was it? Jesus didn't do that, did he? So who did it? <laughs> who did it? The answer is in the rem remainder of the passage. We're going down there. Missing verse eleven. Acts five eleven. And great fear came upon all the church and upon as many as heard these things. Verse twelve. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Who killed Ananias and Sapphira? Peter did. The Bible never says God did that. No. God does not kill people like that. Right. That's what the sons of thunder wanted to do. That's what it is. That's right. If this was not the case, Jesus would not have rebuked James and John. Because all he had to do was not sit back and fold his arms and refuse to back up what they said. See what I mean? He, he, he had to move behind it, behind those words. He would just sit back and said, go ahead and see how it works. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to back your word up. He, he can't do that. He's in covenant with you. Your words count. All your words count. They all matter. Most believers miss the whole point of this 
this story which is which is God has delegated his authority unto us to the church so be careful what you say your words have power consequently I take the stand that this was done outside of the will of God I take the stand that it was done outside the will of God he said flatly I'm not come to do that let's go back to 2 Corinthians 5 2 Corinthians 5 19 to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself not imputing their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation he's making it clear to the Corinthians that the judgment in the first part of this chapter is not about it's not about heaven and hell He's making it clear right here. That question was settled, settled on Golgotha, with God and with you, the moment you believed. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians five twenty. Now when we now then we now are then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ, in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. Let me ask you a question. What is an ambassador? He's a highest-ranking representative. Highest-ranking representative or official sent from one government to represent it in the other nation. Highest-ranking. You're God's highest-ranking representative out here on earth to teach people that message, reconciliation. You know what I'm saying? 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him to be sin for us. That's how he did it. That's how he did it. He reckoned Jesus sin. Reckoned man as sin. So he recognized righteousness to us. He knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Amen. Wonderful thinking. Heaven may be 30 years away for you. 50 years, 70 years, 80 years, 90 years, but it's coming. It's going to come. Anybody here today that needs to be saved? You need to be saved today. You can be saved today. You, you can know Jesus and you can walk out of here with your hopes high of a new life. New body. Glory to God for a new body. I tell you right now, almost. You don't come meet him in prayer. God bless you all.